Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Expansion, can we end up with 20 teams? Uh, you know, we, we all took a lot out of the Dolphins' introduction here and, and probably mm. I think the biggest thing about the Dolphins' introduction and, and the success, and you need to put that in inverted commas because success in the competition is different to success of being a new club in the competition. Mm. I think the, the part behind that is the fact that they got it together so quickly and they've done it um, initially mm. right. So they didn't come out looking like a, a shambles or anything like that. And then 13 months, they did it. Now we're mm. thinking of 20 teams. Now we're thinking the Pacific are coming to the situation and the Bears have been really obvious. I spoke to Billy Moore, Matty, last week on my program, and, and he just reiterated the Bears. We want to keep our jumpers, our badge. Mm. We want two games at North Sydney. We want our, our history to remain the same. And we'll go wherever the NRL tells us to mm. go. Where do you think that could be? Okay. Firstly, Matty, I'll answer this by saying I think 20 is it's too much at the moment. It's twenty, uh, you know, maybe a decade down the line we get there. Now I, I've heard people say before, said to me, um, "Oh, we went to twenty and made the decision to go to twenty, and I think it was nineteen ninety two, looking ahead to nineteen ninety five, and they said it was crazy, shouldn't have happened. Well, it should have happened then. It was okay to happen then because a couple of things were important. Rugby union was still professional; uh, it was still amateur, right? And at that point, we were poaching some of the best." Um, international rugby union players in Australia and New Zealand, uh, out of Europe, some of the Welsh players like um, uh, there was John Devereux and whatnot. And so there was another pool to pick from. On top of that, the, the English Rugby League were played over there in the winter, which let their best players come out here and play in the off-season. So there was a huge pool. Now, that's all changed. Right, that, that's all changed. We ha the, 20 at the moment is too much. When we do expand, in my opinion, the first side that should come in is Pacifica. Because I'm always where people are saying, oh, we've got to go to Perth. I'm always con my, my concern about going to Perth is that one day the junior nursery will be there, will be strong and be able to um, sustain. But in the meantime, you're going to be poaching from all these other sides over on, on the East Coast which lessens competition, where I think in a shorter period of time when you have a side that's representing Pacifica, you look at where the game's gone, the amount of Pacific Islands players in the competition, the impact that they're having, I think I think Pacifica's a much, must. Uh, where you base the team, I'm not exactly sure, but crucially, as, as far as finance and making it work, you know, it's I know the Australian government, Anthony Albanese, Albanese is desperate for Peter Volandis to bring in a Pacifica side, so that they have a uh, so they have a presence in the Pacific, in particular Papua New Guinea. And I don't like to talk, you know, but they tell I don't like to talk politics around it. But it's around, you know, uh, the presence of, of China in that region. And you know, people say sport and politics don't mix. Well, guess what? It just does. But they, by the sounds of things, they're willing to fund a lot of this and to make it happen. And on top of that, there is just huge oil money up in Papua New Guinea. So a Pacific, Pacific aside, 
based where I'm not sure home games in PNG. So I guess my question around that is, and I, I have the opposite concern to you. So you've got the concern about going to Perth. I'm always concerned with a national um, sporting fran a national sporting competition leaving our shores. That's my mm. concern, whether it's, whether it's rugby league, whether it's another sport, whether it's motorsport. I, I always think that sometimes when you take it offshore, you have so many more risks because you are in the hands of so many uncontrollables. I mean, look at what happened with the Warriors and what yep. happened throughout COVID. Now, we don't know if that's ever going to happen again. I guess my question is, why? what's the reason for going to the Pacifica? What, what's the main reason that's best for the game? If they're looking for money, the Bears mm. are saying, we'll, we'll bankroll it, we'll fund it. Yeah. Is the infrastructure there... I mean, one of the things I think that we've learned out of the Dolphins is that they've got the infrastructure, they've got the cash, and they can get up and move quickly and be agile. I wonder if that yep. can happen over there in Papua New Guinea yes, or wherever. Yes, I get that, Matty. That, that, that's the biggest thing with having a team based in Port Moresby is going to be that, that the, the country is going through issues as far as health and safety, and that's why you would base them somewhere else. Cans. My thing about, like... Um, is the Pacific Nations is just, as, as I said before, is just the presence they have in, in rugby league is huge. Um, and as far as Papua New Guinea is concerned, two things. is Number one, it's the only place on the face of the earth that rugby league is the national sport. They are fanatical about it. And how often does a sport be able to change the whole, I think, future and just the path of a country which rugby league will be able to do in Papua New Guinea. And so as far as I think, and, and as far as being bankrolled, as I said before, there is huge oil money there. They've already indicated that uh, they're willing to back the side and the Australian government on top of that. And so that's huge leverage there for Peter Volandis to lean on the government and just make it happen. So do you reckon, Matty, we park the 20-team discussion, mm -hmm. we park that for way down the line, and do you reckon that we... Fast forward, if it's not already there, the 18th team discussion, and, and this would be the one that we'd be having just in time for the next round of TV rights. As you know, that's where yeah. all the money comes from, and that'll be 2027 the next time they're up. So you're looking at a turnaround effectively of two and a half seasons by the time you mm. sort of get this thing up and running. Well, I mean, I, I think that at the very least, when the next TV deal comes in, is you can say, well, listen, guys, part of this TV deal is that in 2029, we're going to have a, have a side based here. You, know, you don't want to rush into it, but the TV deal can can be done around that uh, that plan and and how you're going to structure it and whatnot. Um, you just can't, you just, Matty, you just can't rush it. You've just got to, you've, like the, the, the Dolphins have had a really great, great start. They're two from two. But I'll tell you what, Matty, it was, they cut it pretty fine. Um, you know, six months before that first game, there were people sort of going, geez, I hope this I hope this works. Thank God they had Wayne Bennett at the helm because I think he's been very much responsible in in having a good start and why we're talking about 20 teams. But 20 teams will be, at this point of time, too many. Um, but I'm all for making plans to go 18.